travelers, welcome back to Stellar Arcanum. Previously, the crew explored the catacombs beneath Ceridia, met an intelligent information kiosk known as the Oracle, and integrated her into their ship. Finally, after learning the location of Shipyard B-32, our adventurers engaged in some breaking and entering, only to run into heavily armed guards. Let's see what happens next. What do these armed guards look like? They are wearing heavy SWAT gear, to put it simply. Combat helmets, flak vests, heavy... Are they uh, human or are they like a robot or... Well, you can't identify clearly their race, but they don't appear to be automatons. How close together are they? The hallway is two squares wide. There's one on each of the squares on the other side of the door and one on either side of them. So four of them directly in a row. Uh, Lucius will put his fist out. Who wants to be a hero? So Give me a fist sort bump. of like the go team hand no, no. position? Who wants to be a hero? Hit my fist. I'm going to hit his fist. Who Zale. wants to be a hero? Zale said first, so I'm going to cast greater invisibility on her. Zale, for your understanding what yes. greater invisibility is, it is like the invisibility spell, but when you take an action that's offensive or defensive, it doesn't go down. So basically, all of your never attack rolls have advantage. Yeah. All attack rolls against you have disadvantage. Oh, hell yeah. All right. You are welcome. Thank you. Uh, hold on, guys. So, funny thing happened. Uh, we're a little lost. Uh, wondering if you could point us in the right direction, guys with guns. We're looking for a shipyard. Anyone? How do they seem to be reacting? Make an insight check. 28. All right. You've seen this particular standoff before. Uh, we won't go into when or why, but... Not uh, well. <laughs> basically, they're just kind of seeing what goes on, waiting for a reason to murder all of you. Mm-hmm. They're just sort of like, let's see where this goes. <laughs> so in a cast fog cloud. So really what I'm trying to say, guys, here is that uh, we're just looking for Shipyard B-32. Uh, we may have gotten a little lost. We tried to knock on the door. We thought maybe we, uh, you know, this isn't getting through to anybody, is it? All right, hold on. Zale's making uh, yeah. an action. Uh, what are you doing? Casting Fog Cloud. Tell me about that. She's basically going to reach into her pouch and pull out a little bit of dust mm-hmm. and reach down onto the ground below her. Is it concrete? What is the ground? It is steel. I'm going to wipe my hand across the ground, mm-hmm. sprinkle the dust from my pouch into it, blow it into the air, and envision sort of a, a roiling cloud coming out of it and filling right. the room with an impenetrable cloud of fog. Hit the deck! That happens. Duh. And I'm going to crouch as soon as I do that. All right. And roll to the side. <laughs> Basically, the moment anything happens, they're going to uh, open fire. But at that point, it has already happened. So uh, what is the practical effect of the fog cloud? The practical effect is that the sphere hits a 20-foot radius, lasts for duration, which is an hour, and it the area is heavily obscured. Okay. So it's hard to hit them, and it's hard for them to hit us? Basically, at at the full distance, we wouldn't be able to see each other. So they are going to open fire. I did say hit the deck. Well, let's see if they did it in time. Roll initiative. 11. 12. 19. 
Jack hit the deck. All right, so you're in a hallway. You have a bunch of guards training their guns at you. There's a mist cloud enveloping everybody. They have begun to open fire. You have... I, I said hit the deck. As yes. I... And Zale whispered to her teammates, hit the deck. <laughs> it's our tiny baby man, Jack, that goes first. <laughs> All right. So now that she's completely fucked up our line of sight, I can't uh, see anybody. Uh, no, just a bunch of just a bunch of cloud. <sighs> I'm going to uh, run right in there. Uh-huh. Try to get the first guy I can feel, like a touch. Oh, there he is! And then try to swipe at him. All and, right. Uh, as a bonus action, be like, "You are my enemy. I vow it." Make an attack roll at disadvantage. So uh, because right. he's my vow of, of enmity, I get advantage on the roll. So does that neutralize the disadvantage? It does. Roll a straight die rolls. Seventeen plus eight. Oh, 25. seventeen plus eight will hit. So you are slicing this guy at his kneecaps? What's going on? Yeah, I'm slicing his kneecaps up. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, a straight shot for the groin, apparently. Just slicing his groin. That is 12 points of damage. All right, 12 that, points of damage has been dealt to a target in there somewhere. Right, and I'm going to do it again. Oh, do it. That would be uh, 17 total. Then that hits. Then that's another eight points of damage to that same target. Some target has taken a total of 20 damage. Bam. That's exciting. That's my roll. Then uh, goes Zale. What would you like to do, uh, Zale? I am going to extinguish the flame on my flaming trammer first. Good call. I'm yeah. going to say that was a uh, one of your bonus actions. Thank you. And then I'm going to move forward and swing the hammer where I remember one of them being. All right, make an attack roll at disadvantage. That's an eight. I'm so sorry, darling. Eight is not going to hit anything. You swish in the mist. Mist Lula Beauregard. Yes, how far does this mist go? As far oh. as you can see. Oh, hell. Well, I guess I'm just gonna shoot blind. Nice. Everybody get out the way. Oh, Lord. Nine plus 12. 21. All right, then that's going to hit. All right, how much damage are you doing to this mystery target? That's still one plus two. 11 points of damage. And I have a second attack. Let's see, that's 12 plus two. 14? All right. A 14 is not going to hit anything, but it's not so bad that you risk uh, hitting anything that you didn't want to hit. Oh, so good. You just miss. It's good old-fashioned miss. Yeah, yeah. Next is going to be Lucius. What you going to do, Lucius? They will not be able to see me. Cast invisibility upon myself. Okay, they absolutely cannot see you. My my movement action will be trying to go to the wall and go behind him. All right, make a dex check. 19 plus 221. You're able to sneak your way out of the hallway. You can't see where you are or what you're doing, but you know you're not in the hallway anymore. My ultimate goal is to be behind the, the enemy line. Cool, that's you possible. can't see the enemy line, so that's you're fair. just guessing. So right now, you know you're not in the hallway. That is fair. All right. Now they're going to do some stuff. You're not going to see what, but you're going to hear it. All right. What you hear is a sound of basically fully automatic machine guns. That's unfortunate. <laughs> like a chorus of angels. Well, I wouldn't laugh, Lucius. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I just cackle? You did. Because they have taken a spray and pray mentality, and 
everyone but tiny little Jack is getting hit by <laughs> by bullets. I hit the deck. Yes, you did hit the deck. Doesn't matter. And they, and they rolled really high. Look at the bright All side. Right. You're they still were a did disadvantage. They, roll at disadvantage. they did. So the All good right. news, bad news is if you're dead, we can't find you to heal you. But the good <laughs> news is as long as you're alive, yeah. you're still invisible. That's unfortunate. Anyway, it's time for you to bleed. Let's see. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> How bad? Well, let's start. Go ahead and tick this down. It's going to be altered in a minute, but let's start with this. Tulu, start with 10. Zale, yeah. 13. Ow! Let's see, Lucius, it's going to be 11. Now, none of you have ever been shot before. Right. You right. don't know what this feels like. So you don't Hot particularly check. notice that uh -huh. something about your armor is uh, negating some of this damage. Huh. You only take half of the damage you would have taken. Ah. Because... I'll go ahead and let you know, so I don't have to keep track of it anymore. Non-magical, piercing, slashing, and bludgeoning damage mm -hmm. you are resistant to as long as your armor is up. So it means you take half damage. Okay. Basically, weapon damage. So you still take anything that's energy-based, like magic, lightning, fire, you still take that normally, but anything that comes from a weapon that's not magical is going to be halved. So that's going to be their go. Top of the round question in regards to soliloquy taking time may i say something to my calm link yeah like a sentence or two is fine just okay. don't make a paragraph of it allow me to see through the smoke visor and everybody take that how you will i'm trying to talk to the visor when i'm seeing through yeah. I'm, I'm trying to give a command to allow me to see to the, the bad guys understood yeah there's no response from your suit do you actually say that though yes clearing the fog what is so right. is that you or is that the suit it's, who do you think Oh god, it's a suit. <laughs> Alright. No, Zale. Jack, do something. Yeah, I would like to. I'm just in the thick, like, yeah! I didn't get <laughs> shot. I'm gonna do my uh poke stab poke uh, again. Go to class classic poke stab poke. Yeah. First one's an eighteen. It's gonna hit. The second one is sixteen plus eight, so. That's also gonna hit. First one is twelve points of damage, and then it's gonna be eight points of damage. Another, Another 20, 20 points of damage. Yeah. I am also going to spend one spell slot to uh, heighten that damage with some Divine Smite. Do it. And that's going to be an additional 10 points of damage. Nice. You kind of see like a radiant glow around me as I just in faintest outline and then it disappears as I'm still in the fog. As I'm you slashing, land your last slash, slash. blow and because you're right there interacting with the, the target, once you deal your last blow, the target seems to no longer be there at all. Just it is dematerialized. Oh, right. Do I do sense that there are still like three more targets out there? Well, there were four guys. You've just killed one, mm -hmm. so there's probably three more. Okay. Still hear the sounds of combat going on. That's really what I'm asking. Very cool. I'm done. All right, Zale. I am going to cast Gust of Wind. Nice. And uh, this will clear the fog, and it will also push my targets 15 feet back if they fail a strength check. This one is actually going to be strength 16. One of the three remaining guys gets blown back. The other two stand firm. All right. And the fog is gone. Excellent. And I'm still invisible. Yes, you are. So all I see is Tallulah, though, right? Because <laughs> you're invisible, yeah. he's invisible. That's and you see the two guys yeah, that are standing, oh. one guy on his back, I am no prone. longer invisible because I took damage. Oh, oh, okay. Greater invisibility, you're invisible even if you die. 
And just for reference, the guys must spend two feet of movement for every foot when moving closer. Okay, so the wind is ongoing. Yes, it lasts for a minute. Understood. I like, I like the visual of that. Now there's like this, all this mm-hmm. wind passing by Jack as he just takes his sword back. I, I figure that Zale basically just starts spinning her trammer oh, over like and whirlwind over, just spinning it so that nice. it, it creates a, a whirlwind that pushes the air in front of her. Love it. If you would just give us directions, we'll be on our way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tallulah, what would you like to do? All right, since we can see now, I no longer have disadvantage, right? Correct. Okay, good. I'm going to use a bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark on one of them. Okay. And then I'm going to shoot him. 17. It's going to hit. And he is going to take six points of damage. That That's... turret has taken six whole points of damage. Oh, that sucks. You All right. You plus your dex on that? Yeah, I rolled once oh. for my damage. Well, never mind. It was unfortunate. Right. Is there yeah. anything else you'd like to do? I'm going to attack again nice. to hit another one. But this one will not be marked. A different one? Yeah, a different one. 20-something. It's a hit. And it's going to be for 12 points of damage. All right. Good job. I hope I'm doing this right. So I'm going to go ahead and take a quick action and cast a zero-level spell, like a cantrip. Okay. And I'm going to cast uh, Thermaturgy and make my voice boom up to three times as loud as normal. And then I'm going to spend a Sorcerer Point to uh, empower my spell to affect two people. Okay. And I'm going to cast Dominate Person. I'm going to say, my name is Lucius Coldeyes. I am from the town of Mistport, and my word is Dominance. Obey me as if you would obey your commander. Stand down. Okay. What is their defense on that? Succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed for the duration. Okay, wisdom saving throw versus... 17. And you can affect two of the targets? That is correct. All right. You have three targets left. You have one that has taken no damage and is right up front. You have one that has taken a little bit more damage that's been blown back. And you have one that's taken the most damage that is also up front. I will choose the two people who are closest to me proximity-wise, regardless of damage. Okay. All right, the one that is close to you that has not yet been damaged lowers his weapons. I will state that one thing that the spell does state is I do create a telepathic link to them. The spell description is kind of vague what that means, mm-hmm. but just letting you as a DM know. So they are charmed? What does that entail? Tell me. So mm-hmm. it says, while the target is charmed, give a telepathic link as long as the two of you are on the same plane of existence. I can use this link to issue commands to the creature while you're conscious. No action is required, which it does its best to obey. You can use your action to take total and precise control of the target. Um, until the end of your next turn, the creature takes only actions you choose and doesn't do anything that you don't allow it to do. So it only lasts around? Concentration or up to one minute. Okay. All right, well, you've got one of them. So you have complete control over that one individual is what it sounds like. I will put him against the wall and stand still so we can question him whenever we're done killing his friends. But for now, you've just ordered him to stand on side of the Stand down, obey my commands as if I were his superior. So he is against the wall. All right. Now they're going to go. The other guy that's forward that uh, was almost affected by that spell sees what you did to his buddy. He is none too pleased about it, and he is going to retaliate. So what he does is uh, he reaches down into his belt, and he pulls out a spike. And 
You're all giving me real weird looks. Wait, you just started the sentence out. The bad guy reached into his pocket and pulled out a spike. Yeah. That yeah. Sounds yeah. So yeah. Good. Oh no. It's only gets worse from here. You have our attention. Oh, okay. All right. I just got more reaction from that than I was expecting so far. Existential uh, dread is a thing. Yeah. He uh, he takes that, wields it like a dagger, and shivs you with it, impaling you with the spike. Well, that's actually a relief. You're going to take six points of damage from that. That's after your damage reduction. He is going to allow himself to be pushed back by the wind. So he's basically just going to release his firm footing and slide back. And then he's going to press a button on his forearm and it's going to cause the explosives that are embedded into the spike to explode. Oh, hell. <laughs> I was like, eh. It's not that bad. It's normal. No, it's real bad. So you only take eight points of fire damage. It's good to be a tier You have resistance to fire damage. So does that mean just automatic half, or do I actually have to do a roll? No, automatic half, round up. So only eight? Yeah, eight. All right, so that was him. The guy in the back is going to open fire. Also on Lucius. And he is going to hit... And he is going to do 15 points of piercing damage. Did you say 1-5? One 1-5, five? One five, but it will be halved. Oh, okay. one I'm, not, I'm not going to worry about the halving for you, so I'm going to tell you the numbers and a few, whatever you got, Eight. apply to that. All right, and the third one is just standing by a wall, chilling. Wait, which one is prone? One of them should be prone. So he's uh, basically just taken up a, uh, a military crawl position okay. and uh, started shooting from there. But that does mean if you're going to hit him with a range attack, you take it a disadvantage because he's harder to hit while prone. Mm. All right, so Jack. So we got one dude just chilling against the wall, mm-hmm. and we got one guy who had just spiked him and then flew backwards, and then he exploded. So, yeah, in the distance, you have two people that have been blown back. One is prone in an army crawl position, and one is standing. I'm going to go to the uh, prone one, run up to him, and just try to slice down at his head. Okay. With my sword. Roll to attack, take advantage. And I'm also going to do my uh, bonus action to uh, make him now my vow. 15 plus. And that's for the first attack. I'm going to do it again. Like, take, you know, I don't know if it goes through his helmet or I'm trying to just take it up, try a different stab. Crit fail, and then a crit hit. Yeah. All right. All right, so you stab this guy in the head? Is that what just happened? Yeah, I was just stabbing the guy in the head, and the second stab is like a critical hit. Nice. So, yeah, you you missed the first one because you weren't used to attacking targets shorter than you. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay, no, I got this. Yeah. Exactly. So the first attack, uh, that's 11 points of damage. And then the second one, I hit really well. Oh, okay. The first attack, which was a little uh, weak little attack, whatever, mm-hmm. like that was 11 points of damage. Okay, okay. You, you were so saying sad. your first attack was weak? What's no, your it was secondary? not. The, the, the second one, which I crit on, which you roll an extra dice for, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that extra dice was just another one. Uh, oh. So that was uh, eight points of damage for the second one. Okay. That's my crit. But it was a very but well-placed I, you hear a, you hear a You hear an old uh, Missport cop battle cry. 
It's, I'm stabbing you! <laughs> Cease and desist! Uh, the, the proud Mistport police. <laughs> Are you drunk or something? Why won't you talk to me? On a dark, clear night for miles, you can hear the voices ring of, I'm stabbing you! <laughs> yeah, something like that. That's cool. what you're hearing from... Cool, cool, cool. He's bleeding. Yeah. All right, Zale. How many guys are up? There's currently uh, one, one guy one neutralized on the side of the wall, one guy laying down that he's stabbing, and then there's the other guy standing up that just uh, tried to blow He's giving them misport All right. I'm okay. just going to try to um, smack the crap out of the, uh, the guy who is not currently being stabbed in the face or neutralized. All right. So the one that tried to blow loose your up. Yes. All right. And I roll with advantage because I'm invisible, correct? Correct. Are you kidding me? Five. Uh, <laughs> I rolled a five and a four. Is not going to hit. All right. The timeout dice are coming out. All right. <laughs> As a note, all I can do is bring in the reserves. All I can do is make sure you're advantaged in all your roles and no one can see you. I can't help anything else. Is there anything else that you'd like to do? Um, yes, as a bonus action, I would like to shift the direction of the wind in an attempt to knock the bad guys off their feet again. Okay. I can change direction of the wind as a bonus action. All right. They have to make a deck save for that? Or strength of strength, 16. that's right. Okay. Uh, has been rolled. They are accidentally trained in combat. So, uh... Bastards. They don't go anywhere. Okay. All right, Lula. Lucius, honey, how you doing? How hurt are you? I that was quite an explosion out of your middle. I will live, take them down. I'm going to probe this individual's soul for information. All right. That's healthy. So, um, Is anyone to help me stab this guy? 16. That will hit. Eight. All right. He takes eight points of damage. All right. Extra attack to the one on the ground. 15? 15 will not hit. Oh, okay. Okay, Lucius. I'm going to spend my round actually role-playing with the person I am dominated. Okay. I am going to give him commands such as, I am your superior. Download all the information you have directly to my comm link. In regards to your mission, your superiors, any information that you have. Okay. Do I need to roll a persuasion check or... No, he's just going to do it. All right. I'm going to spend my entire round just trying to milk as much information from him while I have him dominated as to like, who he serves, who he's protecting, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, I'll go ahead and tell you because you can see at a glance as he uploads it, there's not much to find out. He's been sent to guardless location. He works for uh, the Ice Tigers. He has no specific individual that he's working for. He's just, just fulfilling a purpose. Mm -hmm. Okay, then I, I will wait to my next turn to have him do the next action. All right, and it goes back to them. Jack, the guy's friend doesn't like that you stabbed him in the head a lot. So. <laughs> just, in my mind, it's like stab, 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 stab. Like so, he's going to turn and open fire on you, and he is uh, going to attack twice. Uh, he'll be able to do that this particular time, and you are going to take ten points of piercing damage and another twelve points of piercing damage. Then, as it turns out, funnily enough... I take it. 
the guy being stabbed in the head does not care much for being stabbed in the head. What? Yeah. He Makes takes sense. exception to it. Okay, well. <clears throat> and you didn't see it because you were too busy focusing on his head. And he's a medium-sized creature. So it's right out of the corner of your eye that he pulled out a spike. Oh. And he jammed it right into your shoulder. Is a spike as big as me? <laughs> yeah, okay. It's, oh, it's pretty big. It's, That's a terrifying thing. It is, is a mean? large portion of your body. Yeah. Because the spike is probably about a foot long in total. And is you're like three a... feet? Does it have like one of those noises? Basically, yes. Oh, because he's, after having done that, he's going to take his movement action and do an acrobatics check to do a little uh, quick stand-up. Okay. And he's going to allow himself to be blown back by the new direction of the wind. So that give me an attack of opportunity? Yeah, we'll say it does. Okay. So that's 14 plus 10, 24. Okay. And that will be 11 points of damage. So as he's being blown back by the woman, stabbing him one more good time, like in the chest, and as he's like blowing back, and now I'm looking down, like an action movie, down at this. <laughs> you uh, you do get him, and he commences to uh, what you assume, by context, is a very rude gesture mm. to you with his hands as he presses the explode button. Ah. Were, were, were they jazz hands? I they weren't entirely so. not jazz hands. <laughs> so in my mind, really there, wish. there's some serious John Woo stuff happening here with people like flipping up and yeah, stabbing you. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. The, yeah, yeah, this is actually <laughs> mentally quite stimulating. Go for it. How and much does he explode me for? 16 points of fire damage. So I explode just as he gives me some kind of rude sign. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Those are those two guys. So, and the third one's still up against the wall. And we're back at the top of the round. So, Jack, you just got exploded. What would you like to do about it? So, this is that uh, if Jack were the rock, but he's not because he's, you know, three feet tall. Right. Mm -hmm. That moment where there's, like, the material, it almost, like, explodes away a little bit, but maybe it, like, comes back together if that's what... That is, in fact, exactly what happened. But I would love it if I have, like, that three-point stance as I'm, like, exploding, but I'm coming back up. I'm like, oh, you fucked with the wrong halfling. All right. Let me show you a rude gesture. And he's just going to run, and he's going to attempt to uh, take his sword overhead and just jump at the guy who exploded him Mm -hmm. and do another uh, pair of attacks. He's just going to stab him right through the chest again. Okay. That's what the sediment does. And I, this is still my vow, so I have an advantage on the roll. Okay. So the first one probably would have hit, but the second one's definitely, it's an 18 plus 10. That's the first attack. 17. That hits. They both hit. Okay. The first one is 10 points of damage. As it hits, as a reaction, he's going to press a different button, reaction to taking damage, and he's going to electrify his armor. So that uh, he takes that damage, but you're going to take nine points of lightning damage, and he is going to dematerialize. Oh, I hope I hope I see you again somewhere. I hope I see you again somewhere, you rude mother. Zale. Hey. What you gonna do? So there's. There's just one guy left. One guy left. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I'm gonna call a lightning bolt on that guy. Deck 16. 
Okay. He fails. Excellent. Then he is going to take 3d10. Don't disappoint me. Yes. 16. All right. He takes it. Excellent. Okay. Tallulah. Oh, as my bonus action? Oh, yes, please. I'd like to shift the wind again and okay. try to knock him over. Oh, nice. He made it. He's been uh, doing real good today. Like I so. hate this mine. We're fighting space ninjas. You know that, right? Don't care. Mm. All right, so this guy... I'm the these bringer are, of the storm. These are more space marines than space ninjas. So am I, am I hearing for the emperor? Not that kind of space marine. Fair enough. It's more like your alien-style space marine. They had actual fucking armor. God, this is my favorite. Space Marines that look like the alien Space Marines. Those are my favorite Space Marines in all of sci-fi. Well, no, these guys actually have armor as opposed to the alien Space Marines. But yeah, I love those guys too. All right, Tallulah. All right, this guy's upright. Yep. Last one. Last one. He's the last one of a threat. I'm going to hit because I rolled a 19. You hit. 12 points of damage. All right, he takes it. He's hanging on by a thread. All right, I'm going to try to hit him again. Okay. And then I rolled a 15, so I'm going to hit. Okay. And he's going to take nine more points of damage. All right. Is he dead now? Is he gone? Please. His body dematerializes. Oh, good. It's Laser Ray's Laser Madness Sale. We get all the latest and greatest models of laser guns, laser pistols, laser swords, laser boots, laser reflective armor, and gender and race neutral laser shavers. So come on out the Laser Ray's cause this sale is Laser Madness. This weekend only, bring the kids for complimentary laser cones. So I still have control of mine? Correct. Disarm your spikes and your weaponry. Present to Tallulah Beauregard. Uh, he disarms, but is unsure of what to do with his equipment. He present present the the weaponry and armament and defensive items that you have to this individual here. All right, let's see what his gear. Oh, well, thank you, darling. It's exactly what I wanted. And I, I've already gathered as much information as I can, correct? You can gather what you asked. Is there anything else I have maybe a minute left to probe this individual's mind? Do you have his, like, his ID or something? Like, can we, uh, so we can get through more doors? Present any identification or lock or cards that are applicable to this area. He hands you, uh, what looks like one of the data sticks that you've been... Yeah! Anything else? Oh. Does he know where the shipyard is? I've already downloaded all the locations and data from his, his map to mine. Hey. All right. Yeah, ask him what the shipyard B32 is, if he knows anything about it. Confirm confirm location of shipyard B32. He just kind of shrugs. Who's ask he him for? what's beyond these doors. What is behind the doors that you are guarding? Well, there's a mystery box, in it? Who do you work for? The Ice Tigers. Are they at war with the uh, Sky Demons? Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, Lucius, since they're like our mortal enemies, why don't you just make them, like, run out of here? I've got him for about 25 more seconds, complete and absolute control. Is there anything else you can think of? May I? May what? Well, if he's our sworn enemy. You just want to kill him? Hey! Whoa. I want to see if one of them actually dies. Knock him out! Well, we're trying I want to see if they actually die. die. No, that's fine. We're just no, trying just... to ask some more questions first. You have about 20 seconds before I give him my last command. Like, 
Let's just bind his hands and legs and say, and then let him have his day. I'm not Fuck here to that. kill that, he's seen our faces. I don't Sir. care if he's seen our faces. <laughs> Whoa. Agent, get Seeing on your knees. Seeing our faces is not a capital offense. Get on your knees, close your eyes, do not teleport when you are in danger until I state otherwise. He gets on his knees. I'd like to get out. I'm gonna spin my trammer mm-hmm. and just run it through his chest. Oh my All right, God. what's the damage on your trammer? On the trident and... This is gross. D8. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and allow you to do max damage. He's taking eight points of damage. He's still there, just bleeding from his trident holes. I thought you were a cleric or something. This is gross. You're killing an unarmed man. You have 15 more seconds before he gets full control. Cleric of the storm. What's the goal of the ice tigers? What's the goal of the ice tigers? To dominate. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Yeah, we can go. We can (laughs) go. Seriously, right. we takes could another just, hit points of damage. He's we could just bind his hands. Several new triton holes. We could just bind his hands. We don't have to be murderers. I, I can't control him for very much longer. Whoosh, 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 stab. After that action, he is completely free. Yeah, sounds about right. And then whoosh, 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 hammer, which is D10. I'm not sure if it matters, but is all his gear is off your... of him, so. Sure, no, I, I'm aware of the situation. All right, uh, roll to strike on that, okay. on that hammer. Advantage? No. I'm still invisible. Oh, are you still invisible? That's right. <laughs> are you, how long does that last? Well, now it's funnier that there's a just. I don't some... think it's gonna hit because <laughs> I rolled a ten. Okay. Yeah, it's not going to. One minute, so she probably has about ten seconds left. Mm, right. No, because no, it's uh, been a minute. Because it was cast before you cast oh, the, sorry, uh, the charm. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought it was cast done. after my, my Alright, I'd like nope. to do a uh, I'm actually going to take the hilt of my what the armor version of my sword is. Uh, I'd like to just do a long lethal blow to the head. To well, add to all my well, here's the thing. We're going to go back into the previous initiative. Okay. So, so she just did her hammer strike. It's going to go to Tallulah. You going to do anything? Shoot him with the new gun I gave you. You got, you his... got all of his gear. Oh, I you have his gun, you have a spike, and you have a small roundish object with a button. What is that? That's the sp- is that the detonator for if I stab it him is, with a spike? It is not. You've seen them use oh. the detonator. The detonator is uh, a button on their forearm pad. Oh, okay. Is right. this something that they pushed to vanish? You have never seen anyone activate anything upon oh, their vanish. Okay, I thought we did. Oh. Never mind. Okay, I guess I can shoot him with his own gun. Oh my god. Murderers, all of you. Hey. hey. Term is murder hobo. You know. You're the one who kept calling me a pirate. I have no idea what the attack bonus on his own gun would be. What would you roll? I rolled an 11. Okay. That is. Is a completely new sort of weapon for you. You're not quite sure how to handle it. Mm. Push it. There's a lot of recoil. None of the bullets actually hit him. All right. Well, I still have a secondary attack. Can I stab him with his own spike? Oh my god, you're you certainly trying. Oh, I only rolled a seven. Nope, he has gained control over his mind again and has actively dodged your spike attack. Well, you know, at least I got to play with some new toys. <laughs> Lucius, what you gonna do? Stab him? I don't I don't really have any weaponry. I don't have a gun. I don't have I You want me to give you, you the spike? You have a cantrip that just does some kind of damage? Like Jack. You Russell can't hold is. your action if you want. Is oh, no. horrified by what's going on right Does now. Does he look damaged at all? He's damaged, yeah. 
Yeah, she tried to stabbed him like she three times. She was just stabbing him. Do we want do we want him alive? No. For yes. what? I mean the ice tigers just want to dominate and we've got all the information we Because we get don't from. have to murder. Sleep. Uh, command word sleep? Yes. Alright, what's the save? Is it a will save versus your I'm sorry, Jack. I mean the rest of us don't have any fancy powers just to knock him out. Yeah. It's called it's called self control. We could have just tied him up while he was dominated. You know? Tied him up. And then we with, don't have to worry about it. The with spell what? sends exactly. a creature into magical slumber. Roll 5d8. The total is how many points of creatures I can affect. Would you like me to roll? Yes, please. Just in case you roll super low. You got some rope hanging out under he your armpit or something? I don't care if he's naked. We can tie him up with his own clothes. And honestly, if there are enemies, that's even funnier, right? Well, that sounds like it'd be uh, a side. 27. Okay. It affects him. Is he asleep now? Is it just for how long? Like until damage or duration? Duration is one minute or until it takes damage. Okay, there we go. That's what I'm looking for. Shake or slap. Do you want to know what I'm doing? You're killing a man. No, I can sustain him in an unconscious state, but I have to kill him first. What? Why did you say that? Well, we don't have a lot of time, do we? Okay, we also have, like, we got a snoring, like, dude right here, okay? Why do you remember what I did with the cultist? Here's... I can do that with him. Okay, here's my plan. Here's my plan, murder been over there, okay? What I want <laughs> is for you, let's take his clothes off, and then we, uh, we bind him with his own clothes. That's humiliating, sure. Everybody gets their kicks off that. Uh, and, uh, and he can't Jack, come Jack, after us afterwards. Jack, Jack, uh, not, not to... Rush all, but you'll have about 30 seconds to make a choice. Yes. So let's tie him up with his own clothes. I think it's hilarious. Well, go on then. Now you have 20. Go for it then. The alarms turn off. I go ahead and uh, I take off his clothes and I start binding him in his own clothes as he's asleep. Now, I should uh, mention, because you guys have been fighting for your lives, you're in a large room right now. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I have no clue what room we're yeah. in. No, nobody's really been paying attention to their surroundings. Just uh, just the fact that people have been I, trying to shoot them to I death. I did say at one point that I looked around oh. to make sure there was no one else coming. Oh, I don't even remember that in the slightest. But yeah. uh, no, no one else was coming. Okay. But uh, Till now. <laughs> well, the room is uh, filled with floodlights. Shite. Mm-hmm. That can't be good. Uh, you start hearing a strong rumbling sound from all around you. There is a, a large display panel on a far wall mm-hmm. that you can glance over and see pretty easily that there is a readout of the building that you're in. You can see that the outline of what you expect the hangar to be. And around it is another structure that has been built that actually has readouts. So there's nothing inside of the hangar. No readings, no nothing. Okay. But in the surrounding area, that's where all of their data is, and that's where you are now. You are right above the hangar. Everyone with me so far? Yes. So you're standing above the hangar. There's no readouts of the hangar. So you can see marks on the monitor that correspond to where you are. In the four corners of the hangar, just outside of them, they're very large rooms that look like they're opening up. You can see that on the monitor. You can't see it directly from where you are mm-hmm. because you just don't have line of sight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the ceiling above you is also opening up. Like it was a uh, large retractable yeah. roof. Yeah. 
So, the ceiling above you is opening up, and there are four rooms on the corners that are also opening up. And the door in front of us is staying closed? The only door here is the one you came in through. Oh. Well, we came in through a hallway, right? Hallway led into this? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So there was no door right behind us. We were fighting in the hallway and worked our way into the... Into the room. We fought in the room at the end of the hallway. So below us is a hangar that we we know there's there. That's right. the hangar you're looking for. It's directly beneath you. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, Miss Zale, because you have the highest passive perception of everyone, you are the first one to notice. In the four corners of the room, corresponding to where those other rooms opened up, mm -hmm. you can see there's something rising up from each of those rooms. And there's really no other words for it. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and say they are four giant robots. Oh, shit. We've got giant metal things coming in. Bigger or smaller than the dragon metal thing? Very much bigger. Considerably bigger. I think it's time to make a break for the entrance. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. But there's a hangar beneath us. We need to go. It, well, isn't this what we came after? I'm tapped. I mean, we're not going to abandon our mission. No, but we can come back when we have more information. And we're better equipped, and we don't set the alarms off and let them know we're coming. Fortune favors. Well, we didn't know how to do that, and I don't think we're going to know how to do it again. What's in that hang on? How do we get to it? Insight check? I'd like to do a perception check. Right, make me your rolls and tell me what you're doing. 23 insight. Okay, what are you trying to find out? What the fuck is going on? I would also <laughs> like to make an insight check into whether it's likely that we can get out of this situation without dying. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a, hey, like if we hey, can talk hey, our DM, way can you, can you just give me the answer? So are we That'd over? Be really no, handy. It's, it's basically yeah. a, is there, are these robots that are coming in, are they armed to the teeth, weapons pointing at us, ready gotcha. to kill us? All right, or so do let we me give some negotiation answers. time? Well, what's happening, easily assumed, especially with your insight role, that the ice tigers have built a base around the hangar. Mm -hmm. And as part of that base, they have built these uh, robot guardians and they have been signaled to activate. That's what's going on right now. All right, now from what we know, do we have every reason to believe that what we need is in the hangar? Yeah, or your entire mission like... is to obtain access to the room beneath you. And there are four robots <clears throat> currently. Yes, four. That are standing between us and our goal. Correct. But nothing else. No, not literally between, but yes. Okay. Do we know, and maybe I missed this, is there a obvious path down to the hangar, to the hangar. Or, or we haven't we just know the no. hangar's beneath the you. second one you know it's beneath you there is no obvious path okay um, and also because because uh, it rolled really well the path beneath you has been blocked by a security door i'm sorry the path behind you the way you came in okay the way we came in we cannot get back out and hmm. all right we've got four robots i got a plan and we need to get in the room yeah. underneath us can we uh, somehow clone that that security badge? Because you wouldn't, they wouldn't attack another ice tiger, right? But we have the guy's credentials. Hey, uh, still Arcanum. Yes, I'm here. Remember that counterfeit thing you did with money? Yes. Lucius attained the ID badge of that one guy, an ice tiger. Is there any way you can make us ice tigers with this? And maybe those guardians won't uh, won't attack us. No, I don't think so. 
The platforms that the robots came in from, are they remaining where they were or are they lowering back down? Is there a door that opened up that they came through? All you can see is from the readout that basically their ceiling also opened up just like yours and Uh a platform beneath them started rising and that's what's lifting the robots up. Basically what I'm asking is if it's possible to get to those platforms potentially to be lowered down. And let me be clear that the hangar that you're looking for is not being interacted with in any way by all of this. The platforms are outside of the hangar uh, lifting up. They're not you coming said the from ceiling the above us Sorry, was like opening we as well? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's well, coming so think, down? So yeah. like the four coming well, up nothing's and there's currently a, coming a down. Place. Okay, I think okay. You just have access to sky now. Yeah, I need a whiteboard. <laughs> what is the weather? Dark, cloudy. You said oh. really mm-hmm. outstanding. Zell, you said you were tapped. Not entirely. Do you trust me? Hey. Come here. Right. Basically, what I am doing is I'm spitting in my hand and I'm saying, let your new gods flow through you. And as I slap her, I'm casting Polymorph on her. Choose your own form. Protect us while we finish what we need to do. Right. So Zell turns her head back from the impact of the blow and tilts it to the side. Her hair begins to to move and swirl. And as it flies up into the air, it starts to wrap around her head. Her form twists and begins to grow, loose scales emerging all over her. And as she grows in size, it becomes very clear that she is turning into a young blue dragon. Oh my God. We have a dragon on our side. This is great. I told you I have the touch and the power. You do have the touch. You gotta show me that. And you hear in a deeper voice than you commonly hear, but you recognize it as Zale's voice. Get on my back. Yeah, I'm game. I'm game. Someone give me a boost. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure, yeah. That, that sounds great. Here you go, Jack. Okay. To a little boost. Okay. So your, so, uh, your uh, action is to mount Zale. Yes. Okay. Well, when you put it that way. Yeah, and, uh, I'm going to proudly. Uh, I'm walking like once I get get a nice boost up to the dragon, I'm going to uh, walk on its back up to the uh, neck, pet Zale on top of the head, and like let's do some damage. So, what is the actual size of a young blue dragon? Oh, uh, let's see. It's a large entity, and the average large creature is ten feet tall. Okay. So it's yeah. large. Mm-hmm. Same category as, say, a horse. All right, so I'll say there's uh, room for two of you to get on board with no particular issue. Really? Even with him being average-sized? Oh, uh, yes, <laughs> average guy. <laughs> all right, it's a tight squeeze, but all three of you will be able to get on board. All aboard. And this is where we're going to initiate initiative. I crit. Wait, which one though? So, yeah, crit succeed. Oh, succeed. Okay. Jack is really having this uh, dragon on mech fight. Fifteen. Fifteen as well. Oh. What's your mighty, mighty twelve. Uh, you beat me. Okay. I am not evil. As a twelve for you? Okay. Yes, sir. All right. Let's see how the uh, robots feel about this. Oh, they're in it. So oh, right. I, I have a question, yes. actually. Go could, right ahead. Once they get on my back, could I have spread my wings to shield them a bit? Well, you can spread your wings, but I don't really see a way that you can spread your wings in a way to shield them. That's not quite how Flex it works. Flexing them like, like this. 
I wish you guys could see oh, yeah, what we look like right now. <laughs> like no, a swan dive. Kind of like a uh, figurehead on the mast of a ship. Oh, excellent description. Thank you. Yeah, sure. We can do awesome. that. Okay. So the robots are going to start. And what they're going to do is, from their shoulders, you see emerge a set of rocket launchers. Oh, dear. They crit as well. What's Jack your, crit. Uh, what's your dex there, Jack? Oh, they did crit. Plus four. Yeah. So they're going to uh, shoot at you. <laughs> I believed you, by the way. I just had to say it again. It's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. These, these robots, they have one job. <laughs> Wait, how big are the robots? Gargantuan. Really, any anime you see with giant mechs running around, they're, uh, I mean, not, they're like old depictions of Godzilla big, not like newer ones, but older Godzilla, where he's like... Yeah. So these are more like yeah. Evangelion mechs. Yeah. And we're on a dragon the size of a horse. Yes, you are. And I they're shooting. Yeah. <laughs> and each of them are going for the same move. They are firing four silos of rockets at your direction. Before I roll attack or damage, uh, how many hit points does a young blue dragon have? 152. That makes me feel a little bit better about this. That's average, unless you want me to roll. No, we're just going to go with average. Okay. That's okay. A, we, we don't have all day. Okay. I mean, it's going to take long enough to roll all this damage. Yeah, sure. What's happening is there are a lot of missiles going all around you, through basically filling this entire room with explosions of heat and force and smoke, and you can feel it. Some of them are going to hit. One of them has a direct hit on the dragon. I'm going to need you to take 62 points of damage. Okay. Half of that's fire and half of that's force, if that matters. Does not. Okay. So what you're going to have to do is because you are being partially shielded by Zale, she's going to take half of this damage. Okay. We're going to split 64 points between the two of you. Okay. So 32 each? Yes, please. <laughs> I'm, ah. Uh, Are y'all all right up there? Oh my God, I'm <laughs> not feeling well. And that is all that they are doing for the time being. So, Jack. Uh, oh, Jack, buddy. I'm not feeling good <laughs> at all. Uh, but if we have any chance here, this dragon's got to be a, a chance. So, uh, uh J Jack's gonna place his hands on the dragon. There's like an old, halfling family song he just kind of sings to himself really really fast go really really fast go really really fast 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 this is jack 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 and russell goes fast the russell's go really fast this is really really fast fast and is there uh, an ability or anything that goes along with this or <laughs> no just, oh, no i'm just all right excellent no, no, no. uh cast haste okay on the dragon i will probably not like that idea later but because Thanks I need to heal myself. No, just because healing. Okay, so I've I'm now a twenty AC. Twenty AC, mm -hmm. good. Too. And you get Thank another you. you get another action yeah. on top of your two. All right. After that, I'm done because that's that's my action. All right. Spending it on haste. Excellent. That's very fun. Thank you. Yeah. That's a good song. Thank you for sharing a family melody with uh, us. It was a family yeah. melody, an old Russell tune. You know what I mean. Tallulah, Miss Tallulah Beauregard, you're yes. on a dragon being shot at by robots with missiles. What are you doing? How's your day? I, this has been a very interesting day. I'm not entirely sure what to do here. We're supposed to get in that hangar underneath us. 
Correct. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Zale, I know you're not exactly in a position to answer this, but is there a plan to get us down there? I'm not a planner. Right. But at least she's honest. I think I might have a few ideas. Okay. Well, in absence of any actual plan, I believe I will just cast Cure Wounds on Jack. Oh, that's really I nice think, of you. I'm I think sorry you for could... anything I've ever said about you in the past that was uh, unkind or negative. That's very nice, but it's not true, so you don't need no. to lie to me, okay. darling. I'm okay with it. I'm just hurting real bad. Sweetheart, I have heard worse from better people. All right. <laughs> I am going to cast that as a second level spell. So that will be 16 All points right. of healing to you, sir. Hey, is there anything else you'd like to do? Stay I'm sitting up. here feeling helpless. Yes. You're a dragon. I am a dragon. Ostensibly for the first time. I know, right? This is awesome. So I have a question. Shoot. As in this form, can mm. I still channel divinity? Don't see why not. And we're going to go with yes. Awesome. All right. I am going to move into a position that two of them at least are in a straight line. And I am going to release my lightning breath. And I am going to use the channel divinity to do so. Yeah. So. I can see that. So you fly off to the side, mm -hmm. line two of them up, and just do a big old lightning breath. Yes, sir. Nice. And so they need to make a DC save of 16. For what? A, a deck saving throw, yeah. Oh, that is not a strong suit of theirs. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and this is going to be... They fail. Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to be max damage, oh. and it is 10d10. So they're going to take 100 Whoa. lightning damage each. Yes, they uh, are. Oh my god. Yeah, that's badass. Yeah. All right. That happens. Oh, oh. and yeah. since I have a bonus action and I have, have my action. bonus movement yeah. because bonus of action. my rogue skills, mm -hmm. I am going to move up to the one in front of me and make my multi-attack. Okay. Just to help illustrate, you, when you fly up and do that maneuver, you are no longer in the room. You are effectively outside. Oh, that's good the, to know. There, I didn't realize there was no ceiling. Correct. It opened up. Yes. The uh, the ceiling opened up and the max rose up from outside. So you <sighs> you fly up, you are outside. So what does the view look like? A big, smoggy cyberpunk cityscape. Okay. I can't see, like... And we're all on your back, Zayo. Please be careful. Oh, the workshop that you're looking for? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's right where you just were. Okay. Beneath that. All right. Well, I'm going to, after I do that, I'm going to fly down and attack the one nearest me. Three attacks, mm -hmm. one with the bite and two with claws. All right. I'm not going to be coy. It has an AC of 17, so go okay. ahead and make your attack. One critical miss. Mm hmm And then one hit. All right, so, what's the damage for that one hit? The damage for that one hit is... Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I'm plus nine to hit, so that's two hits. Wonderful. Yeah. I like that. 2d10 plus five piercing plus five, uh, 1d10 lightning. 13 plus eight lightning. And then the claw attack, 14. Okay. Nice. Wonderful. So uh, you fly up, you put two of them in your sights, you breathe your lightning at them, they immediately begin sparking, little pieces of them start flying off. Mm. They are considerably harmed by that lightning breath. And then you fly right up to one of them, you're like a 
you're basically the size of like a real vicious bat that flew up on one of them and just started clawing at it. <laughs> but you're you are uh, tearing away little uh, pieces of its uh, metal armor. You Woo-hoo! are going to town, and it's 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 definitely hurting it. Awesome. It is causing some amount of damage. Excellent. I'll <laughs> take it. <laughs> nice. All right, Lucius. Can you tell me what the floor looks like? Metal. Like, does it look thick? Is it... Uh, you, you have no way of knowing how thick the floor is. All right. Then I will belay my action for counterspell if I see something that I think is magic coming from the Evangelion. All right. We'll roll with that. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're just waiting to counterspell. Correct. I'm going to look. Is everyone all right? Uh, are you feeling... <laughs> <laughs> you breathe but... lightning. Why are you coughing? I'm, I'm, I got hit with rockets, multiple. My hair sizzling. <laughs> My hair sizzling. I smell like burnt. And top of the round, then the uh, robots are going. Okay, we're going to go with the robot that uh, Zale is currently assaulting with its little dragon claws, and it's going to engage in a round of why you hitting yourself. Why you hitting yourself? <laughs> And just start, uh, and it's going to punch at its own chest, uh, trying to get at you. And we'll see how that works out for everybody. So to do twice, uh, one with each uh, fist, we'll see how it works out. It is against all reasonable odds going to miss on the first attack. (laughs) (laughs) And somehow just, yeah, it's going to go to town on itself. And you know what? It's going to take that damage. It, you are uh, a kind and merciful DM. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, you hold off on that. Oh, yeah, no. I'm not gonna know. It goes to punch you, misses, punches itself, hurts itself. <laughs> uh, goes to punch you with the uh, other fist, does not miss. It has an enormous fist the size of, I don't know, a small house. Oh, so well. starting to get a sense of their size. Yeah, yeah, they're real big. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to split the damage equally amongst all of you. Okay. That's that's kind of you. Uh Appreciate that. Yeah. So let's figure out how that works. I will be reserving judgment that's kind or not. And I need all of you to take 37 points of bludgeoning damage. Just in case I need to remind you, while you're wearing your armor, non-magic bludgeoning damage you take half of. Ah. Have you been anyone been taking that into account? So instead of taking well, 37, no. we take half of 37? Does that include me in my polymorph In your form? current form, we're going to go ahead and say no. Okay, that's oh, well, That's better. Less nearly dead. Anybody else nearly dead? I look. So how not dead are you? I'm about three chips to the mouth slash hit points not dead. Oh. I don't right. know what he's saying. Should I just heal him or should I heal the dragon? You sh- I- Both. You I take can't. one, I'll take the other. Well, let the robots finish. No! <laughs> also, we can't have conversations uh-huh. while the robots are still punching and, and, and having... We talk very fast. Yes. <laughs> it's fine, and a lot of it's intuitive anyway, so if it gets too much, I'll stop you guys. Okay. I mean, but, when somebody loses consciousness, it's kind of a good clue. Right. So the other three robots are actually holding their action because anything, uh, it's fairly clear, any attacks that they make would just hurt the other robots. So they're just uh, standing down for a moment, letting that one robot do its business. Why would their attacks hurt the other? Oh, because we're right up on him. Such a big thing that if they try to shoot missiles or anything. It's like trying to hit a fly. If Katie had a bat on her that was just going to town, it'd be hard to just shoot the bat and not hurt Katie. (laughs) 
I mean, okay. Tallulah's a crack shot, so... So, so Fair. new round? Well, just want to mention, normally, Zale, you would notice this, but you, uh, your focus is currently directly on the giant robot. Passive perception of 19. I'm aware of this, okay. but okay. I'm also taking a few points off of that because you are so directly on this. Uh, that's this fair. Robot. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Okay. But it's fine. It's it's nothing terrible. You just roll with me. But Tallulah does notice because she's darting around in a panic trying mm-hmm. to figure out what's going on. There are shapes in the distance coming at your direction. Looks like hovercrafts, flying cars, whatever it is that's been flying around the streets. A few of them are coming towards your general area. Are they Just coming to help or coming to... Do they have flashing lights? I will tell you, they do not have flashing lights. <laughs> okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe it's part of the crew, the gang we joined. I mean, hopefully it's not the cops. And that's our episode. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back in two weeks to continue our adventure. We greatly appreciate the tremendous support we've gotten concerning the show. Thank you all so much for the word of mouth, the iTunes ratings, and reviews. If you haven't reviewed us yet, just a couple of minutes would make a huge difference. And if you're crazy generous, you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com stellaracanum. We have some fun rewards up there. Stellar Arcanum was produced by me, Adam Jones, edited by Maretta Pettigrew, music by Sam Lee at Clockwork Doll Studios, and if you want to know more about us or the show, you can check out our website at stellaracanum.com. And please, travel safe. Just a quick aside. Your PCs get deep in the head of your characters right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you a question. I need you to give me a quick and accurate answer. Okay. What's your favorite animals? Lemur. Jack um, likes ponies. The hunting dogs back at home. I would probably have to go, honestly, with a kraken. <laughs>